Saving the greatest country in the world is not a short-term proposition, folks. We can save this great nation, but it's going to take all of us. Why? Because we are America. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is the Herman Cain Show. My name is Mark Cain. I'm filling in for Mr. Herman Cain. He's on vacation. He'll be back on Monday. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you can call. Say the same number. You know, we're the same phone number, 877-310-2100. Uh, the big news today, all day today and all week, is the Benghazi hearings, which are going on right now live in Washington, D.C. We've been cutting in and out. Hillary's on, Hillary's off. Elijah Cummings is coming to her defense, and Troy Gowney's, you know, raking her over the coals again. And let's, uh, we're going to tap in quickly, and then we're going to go to Jamie Dupree. High threat posts should move to a higher level of scrutiny, and we um, had immediately uh, moved to do that. Thank you. Uh, so there you go. So there is Hillary. She is there now. We have confirmation of her whereabouts. Let's talk to Jamie Dupree because he's been he's been following these for the first hour, taking copious. This guy's note taking skills are like, I mean, bar none. They're on fleek. And uh, I, he, this is the biggest guy in Washington. I know that because he never comes around here anymore. Jamie, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah. How you doing today, Mark? I'd say that so far, uh, what we've heard today has been. There's been no new ground covered or anything mm. like that. Republicans are trying to make the case that uh, the, the Obama administration and Hillary Clinton have dragged their feet on the Benghazi investigation. What I thought was interesting was the opening statement by the committee chairman, Trey Gowdy. Yeah. It, it, he directly attacked the seven other investigations that have been undertaken by other congressional committees, all of them, mind you, run by Republicans, right. saying that they did not do enough. But when I spoke with members of the Benghazi panel yesterday, I'm talking Republican members, I asked, are there going to be any bombshells today? And I was told no. So we'll have to see what plays out today in terms of, uh, you know, what we're going to get. Hillary Clinton a few minutes ago repeating what she said to lawmakers back in 2013, that she personally never saw any request from a U.S. diplomat in Libya for more security. We've had hearings about that in which lower-level uh, State Department officials were raked over the coals by lawmakers for frowning on those requests and not fulfilling them. Uh, Clinton uh, starting... It was interesting, the opening statements from both the, the top Republican, Gowdy, and the top Democrat, Elijah Cummings, had a lot of uh, intensity in them. And then Hillary Clinton got up, made her opening statement in a very calm voice, not yeah. you know raising her voice. <laughs> right. I, I'm sure, let's think about it. What's the one thing you remember from the last time she testified? The only thing you remember. What difference uh, does it make? That's exactly that, right. So that's she's the only it. thing you remember. You don't remember any of the details. You right. don't remember anything else, just that one moment. And I'm sure that Hillary Clinton would like to avoid having a showdown moment like that at some point today. But it's hard to do when, uh, you know, people are trying to get on your nerves. So she's been showing that you repeatedly that PR boot camp is paying off. And that's what she's going to that's what well, she's going to do. We'll right? see. That was Look, good investment? As, as one Republican told me yesterday, you know, she's good at this. She knows how to do this stuff. And so she's had a again, lot of practice. Yeah, again, <laughs> yeah. And that's committees. the thing. And yeah. that's the thing I've been telling people for months is I've covered the Clintons for too many years and watched them over and over have these big hearings and then nothing really happens. I remember yeah. covering the Whitewater hearings. I remember all the different things that have gone on. And so for now, the first hour, uh, there's been nothing that's really been landed. And again, I would say if it's a tie for Hillary Clinton today, she wins. All right, let's get back to that opening statement for a minute, because the one thing Trey Gowdy said that I heard that really stuck out of my mind was that this is not about Hillary Clinton. And I think he you know, he called on the memory of, of Chris Stevens and everyone else and uh, Sean. Uh, but he, I guess he wanted to reiterate that these are hearings about Benghazi and not about Clinton, the candidate. However, that's not really true in the end. 
Well, she is a high profile and the most high profile person and will be remembered the most, I would think, at this point in time. This is only the fourth public hearing that this panel has had right. uh, during its work. And obviously it's the one that's been focused on the most uh, in you know over the last couple of months. But the thing I found interesting in the run-up to this hearing was how little their way, uh, there was in the way of leaks from the Republicans on this committee. And that just tells me that there may be no bombshells today. I'm, you know, I think most people have forgotten sort of the details. They sort of remember some of the back and forth about the talking points and stuff like that. Uh, but for a lot of people, it's, it's faded into the background, except when you look at the polls. It's a big issue for a lot of Republicans. It's not a big issue for a lot of Democrats. All right. And, uh, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and said, hey, I'm filling in for Herman tomorrow, so I'm going over my Benghazi uh, highlights. And he and he actually said to me, refresh my memory. I forget what is Benghazi. And he didn't even re remember that the email scandal was tied to that. And so uh, well, for a lot of people, and, I think Gowdy referred to that to start off today in his statement. And it was funny because I asked a Republican yesterday on the panel, what's going to be more difficult for Hillary Clinton in these hearings, uh, the, the issue of Benghazi or the issue of the emails? And he didn't even waste a second to respond. He said, oh, absolutely. It's going to be tougher questions on Benghazi. So we'll see about the emails. And as they come up, I would assume at some point we'll have to get into the server. Personally, I would just think that that would present more pitfalls and more right. possible news for Hillary Clinton today than the Benghazi situation, simply because she's already testified at hearings about it. There's already been investigations. And, you know, look, she was the boss of the State Department. There's no doubt about that. The buck stopped with her. Mm -hmm. But these requests for more security, it's been established by a number of committees, never got up to her. Okay. Uh, so Charlene Lamb, I guess, is the one that, that they only really have direct contact with the ambassador? I'm sorry, what? Uh, Charlene, was it Charlene Lamb who was getting the emails, I guess, from the ambassador, from oh, Chris you, Stevens? You, you, you even know the name more than I do. I didn't even remember that that was the name. <laughs> I just wrote I, it down because I heard somebody say it 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I remember that they brought her in and raked her over the coals, and, and that person would have been the contact, and we, we, it, did, it does not make its way up the chain. Now, yeah. Clinton said that uh, in the aftermath of the attack, obviously they've changed things at the State Department and is trying to focus this in a lessons learned kind of thing. I'm not sure the Republicans want to go there. Yeah, no, I, in fact, that was the other thing I heard Hillary say was that there's four things we can learn and then move on, which I'm guessing is what she hopes will happen after this. As far as her standings in the polls, now Biden's out and, uh, you know, even what's his name? Jim Webb's out, although that wasn't really a big deal. Uh, you're saying unless she really flubs this, she could see a spike in her poll numbers no matter how this goes. Uh, you know, I'm not sure that this this day relates that much to her poll numbers, but I think the the departure of Joe Biden from the chance of being in the race really will help her because a lot so many of the people that were on the Biden spot were going to go over to Hillary Clinton as their number two choice. You know, today presents a lot of pitfalls for Hillary Clinton, possibly. I mean, if, if there is a mess up, if there is a screw up, if there is a, a, you know, what difference does it make type of moment, that could have a big impact on her. But I think what the Democrats have done, they have taken advantage of the unforced error from Kevin McCarthy and the majority leader of the House on Benghazi in the last few weeks and really parlayed that into they were the ones who were driving things in the run up to yeah. this hearing. It wasn't the Republicans on the committee. Gotcha. Do you think Bernie Sanders, because he's not really the, an attack the other candidate kind of candidate. So if there's a big flub, I mean, you know, Trump or anyone on the right would do it when she gets the nomination. But would that be something that the other candidates, Mike Martin O'Malley even, would they glom onto that? I would think that Martin O'Malley will try. He, he needs to try just about anything at this point yeah. in time, being down at 1% in most polls. Uh, but I, I do think there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of Democrats that look at this as it's not just an attack in their mind 
on Hillary Clinton. It's an attack on the Obama administration. All right, and people hate when that happens. Any new news on Biden, by the way? Is it still just he he wasn't mentally ready? Are there any other tidbits coming out about, no, oh, maybe this was going to happen? More than or? anything, what it was is that the, the time that was involved in the aftermath of his son's death uh, just came at the wrong point in time for him to talk about getting involved in the race. And that a lot of his uh, insider circle, they were hoping that he didn't go through with it because they knew how far behind he was. They okay. knew how far behind he was in terms of organization, in terms of fundraising and more. And for a variety of reasons, it took forever. And, uh, you know, I think his statement yesterday showed that he really feels like that he sh- that he should be a candidate and that he could be a candidate. The The big problem, I think there were a lot of people here who feared that he would get in the race and then he wouldn't have much of an impact. And that would yeah. be the worst situation of all. Yeah, that would be another disappointment for him when he's already had so many. Uh, oh, let's talk about, uh, speaking of races and getting into them, let's talk about the Speaker of the House and what's going on with Paul Ryan. We had a lot of people upset about his comments of family saying, hey, look, there's a lot of military out there who are sacrificing for their family. Uh, Colonel West wrote a, a diatribe on Facebook saying you need to apologize for those comments. What's the take the day after? Uh, what's Paul Ryan feeling? Any heat or is it all uh, oh, no, kind of being no. thwarted I by think, Benghazi? I think what you're seeing is that people who uh, want something totally different are going to latch on to almost anything right. about Paul Ryan to try to come up with a way to oppose him. Uh, the meeting last night and the more conservative members of the Freedom Caucus, there are some who are not going to vote for Paul Ryan. Some are going to stick with this guy, Dan Webster, from Florida and vote for mm-hmm. him. But I think right now, Webster at most, maybe 10, 15, maybe 20 votes in all is all he's going to get. Uh, I think that the the Tea Party guys realized that, uh, that Paul Ryan had put them in a box, that if he was going to be brought down and stopped as speaker, it was going to get blamed on them. And I think some of them just weren't didn't want to go through with that. They feel like they knocked out two guys already, and to knock out a third one might have been a bridge too far. And so uh, I don't think that uh, by Paul Ryan becoming Speaker that somehow all the problems of the Republican Party are going to be over. A lot of the same things that uh, that John Boehner has fought with are going to still be there in the weeks ahead when we deal with the debt limit and more. But we'll see if Paul Ryan as a new person gets any kind of honeymoon or is able to keep people together and urge them to try to focus more on what they want to do in terms of reform rather than just fighting each other. Because let's face it, John Boehner has been Speaker for just a little over four years. What a long four years. He spent most of it just fighting other people inside his party. Let's talk about uh, Paul Ryan then. See, he gave them a deadline of Friday to, you know, rally, you know, get in line or get out of my way or I'm going home. Uh, is that still standing? I mean, what's what's the timeline now as far as going forward? Timeline is you're going to have, you just had an endorsement in the last few minutes by uh, one faction of the GOP called the Tuesday Group, a more moderate group of Republicans who are endorsing Ryan. There's going to be another group, uh, the Republican Study Group, that's expected to come out for him. Ryan is also supposed to meet later today with the delegation from Texas to get their backing. And so I think we're totally on our way to Ryan being given the nomination next Wednesday by Republicans and then being elected on Thursday of next week in a vote on the full House floor. And does that pave the way for Boehner to leave when? Just before Halloween, Next like you Friday, talked about? Next Friday, exactly. The 30th is uh, his goal for his last day. Uh, he has said that he will stay on until a new speaker is elected. And at this point in time, it looks like one week from today, that'll get done. All right, trick or treat. Finally, you have a new poll from Iowa. Bad news for Trump. Yeah, this is the first time there's a new Quinnipiac University poll from Iowa today, and it has Ben Carson ahead of Trump by eight points. Oh, wow. That's really time. This is the first time in a major poll that Trump has been behind in Iowa since July when he took over from Scott Walker. So I don't know that this means that the end is here for Donald Trump or anything like that, but it is notable 
that this is the first time that he's uh, he's dropped like this. We'll have to watch and see if other polls follow suit. What Ben Carson has, uh, you know, for being as nonverbal as Trump, he has seen this steady increase. Do we know what that's a result of? Well, I just think partially it's the outsider kind of thing. I do note that today the Club for Growth, a very influential conservative organization that has gone after Trump, is now going after Ben Carson, saying his his ideas on uh, fiscal and economic matters are all over the map, ranging from uh, some some good stuff to some socialism and more. Uh, So I, I think that Carson sooner or later is going to get in the bullseye of other conservatives as well. All right, you'll be blogging all day long and checking back in, I'm sure, repeatedly on the Benghazi hearings. Absolutely. Much more on Twitter all day, Mark, at Jamie Dupree. Should be an interesting day still. I would say no uh, no cuts, no real punches landed so far in the first hour and 20 minutes of this all hearing. Right. Well, only seven and a half hours to go. That's right, buddy. <laughs> JamieDupree.com. Jamie, thanks so much for being here. Always a pleasure to get to talk to you. It's my favorite part about filling in for Herman Cain. Again, I read Jamie's blog and follow him on Twitter. We'll be following him as well and these hearings as they continue. My name's Mark K. Quick break. We'll be right back with more of The Herman Cain Show.